Blog Talk Radio.
know that we are doing Facebook Live and Blog Talk together, I want to talk about um, when you see that God has changed you. Changed you. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a scripture just now, First John chapter 1. Nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, that right there is saying if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, let's pray. Father God, we come to you on tonight glorifying you, magnifying you, acknowledging you, knowing that you are just who you say you are, knowing that you are our God, our Lord and Savior, you are faithfully forever forgiving us of our sins. You are faithfully forever reminding us that we could come before you and talk to you and repent of every sin, not dwelling in what I did or didn't do, especially sins that's not blasphemous or sins to death. God, we thank you for the opportunity to acknowledge who you are, to come before you and say, Father God, I was born in sin. I was born in iniquity. I was born in transgression. God, well, I ask you to forgive me of every sin, knowingly, unknowingly, willingly, and unwillingly. Sins I even participated in, which I knew I should have had no part into it. Oh, God, I thank you for Hearing my prayer request, forgive me of every sin, oh God. God, I thank you for the growth. I thank you for rebuilding, restoring, redeeming me, God. God, I thank you for allowing me to acknowledge who you are and whom you are to me and my life and my family life and the world where you give me the chance to come before you and say, thank you, God. God, word my mouth on tonight. God, you are invited into this service. You are invited into my life. You are invited into changing the listeners and the viewers' life on tonight, God, as we welcome you into our life. God, we wait on you to change us as we're willing to be changed. Thank you, Lord for the chance to come before you. Amen. I ask you all to hear the message on the night that God has put in my heart because what I wanted to speak on, I need to study it a little more so that when I bring clarity, it would have more word in it to justify it. Okay, 
I want to read uh, also First John, the second chapter from the 16th verse. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Okay, I, I want to tell you all something that happened this, this week, and I know that it was nobody but God that has changed my heart, changed my mindset, changed my vocabulary, changed my attitude, changed my, um, I'm going to tell you why I said that. Um, it not only happened to me once this week, but twice. And it happened at the same place, different days, but around the same time. And the way I reacted was because I said, Lord, I said yes to you, and I want people to see whether they know me or not that that had to be God. Mm -hmm. So I went to the grocery store, and um, I went in there to get something that I wanted. I had had a... Um, how they say, a desire. <laughs> I had a taste bud for a certain type of lunch meat. I don't want to say the name. Some will be like, oh, and others be like, you know, you didn't need that. And others be like, oh, yeah, girl, I like that. But I had wanted this, and I decided, I'm going to say this, it's made by Parker. I wanted to go in there and get this certain type of meat. And uh, I already had my crackers at home, and I said, I'm going to go get you some. So as I was turning into the parking lot, um, I noticed it was a park place that I wanted to pull into. And I needed to wait for the car to back out because the parking lot was really full. And if I had it pulled in, I still would have been sitting in a certain place. So I had my turn signal on, and I was waiting for the car to back out so I could pull in. But within minutes, this car comes zooming up behind me. Now, mind you, I got my turn signal on. I had been sitting there for about two minutes at the most. And the car comes zooming up behind me and blowing the horn and blowing the horn. And as I looked up in the rear mirror, I noticed a lady sticking her hand and her head out the window, pointing and cursing and cursing and pointing. And the first thing I said was, God, mm. Jesus, get a hold to me because I don't want to embarrass you or myself, because I know me. So I ask God not to act, let me act like Sylvia, Renee, Ren, Spark, or whatever other name you know me by. I said, God, I want to be like Canton. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of the young man. Canton Jones. I want to stay safe. I want to be like that. So as I was sitting there, and she was blowing, the, the driver was blowing the horn, but the passenger was pointing and cursing. She whipped around me, and as she was whipping around me, the lady was hanging out the window calling me all type of names and pointing, and she just was acting up and acting out. And I was sitting there, and I was saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. What would Jesus do? Hmm. 
Lord, I need you. So she went on and whipped in the park place, and I sat there and caught my breath, took a deep breath, closed my eyes, and said, Lord, help me. So I decided I was going to wait for her to get out the car. And when she got out the car, it was three of them, one me. One big me, three big them. A big little girl, two big women. So as I was, the store was straight ahead of me. They was coming up on my right. And uh, I didn't go straight. I went to them. And she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, sorry for inconveniencing you. But I was sitting there with my turn signal on to go into the park because I needed that park place because it was parked on the end and it was a handicapped place. And I got a sticker and I wanted to park there because I didn't want to walk through that big old lot. I wanted to be parked right there where the security guard was because I was by myself. You know, if something happens or whatever, I wanted that park. So she said, well, you did this, you did that. I said, well, ma'am, that's why I had my turn signal on so I could indicate what I was doing. I said, see, that's why people put their turn signals on to let you know what they're doing. She said, well, somebody could have ran into the back of me. Well, ma'am, that's why I had my turn signal on so I could indicate what I was doing because you could have put your turn signal on. And she said, well, she looked at me and I looked at her eye to eye and then I looked at the other young lady and I looked at the young little girl, the young girl, to let them know I'm talking to you all. But at the same time, I'm asking God not to let me get stirred up because of the way she was acting. And I said, you know, ma'am, crazy, no crazy. That came out. But right then and there, I had to say, Lord, help me. Hmm. Lord, help me. You know, I'm speaking under my breath in my heart to God. I said, but again, I put my turn signal on to indicate what I was doing. So I guess after I said crazy, no crazy, and I put my turn signal on, she took a deep breath and said, oh, it's okay. It was all right. And when she walked into the store, it looked like we kept running into each other in the aisle. And she just looked at me, and I was saying to myself, God, I thank you because, see, the old me before I said yes to you, Lord, would have been like, um, let me get the Vaseline out the glove compartment, and uh, it's going to be one. But I said that to say, see, I know God has changed me because my thing was I wanted to explain to the lady why I had inconvenienced her and I was already there waiting on a park place to let her know that's not what we need to be doing out here with everything going on in this world. Somebody needs to step back and say, look, I'm going to show a little love and compassion and explain to her I wasn't trying to inconvenience her. I was trying to get the park place I wanted to get. So as the time went on in the store, as I went to check out, I noticed that the lady was in there, um, big girl, size 24, 26, with these leggings on, and she was dancing around the way she was acting. I said, God, we have to be mindful of ourselves. We have to be mindful how people treat us. We have to be mindful how we treat people also because, see, a lot of times 
we could say something to a person or not say something to a person that would have a person treat you a certain way because, like I said, I was noticing how the lady was acting in the store, but each time she looked up and saw I was looking, her personality changed a little bit. Now, that was the first time it happened. Now, I went back to the store today because I decided I wanted me some turkey wings that I want to cook this week, and I wanted some um, smoked pork necks to put on some string beans, which I should have got turkey meat, but I ain't going to tell y'all I didn't know I was getting it. I knew I was getting it, but I figured every night I could get it. And I got something else that I needed, and um, as I was going in the store to get it, I was, it was a park place next to the same park place I wanted, but this time it was a lady already there. And as I was pulling into the parking lot, again, my turn signal on, indicating what I was going to do. When I went to go into the park place next to her, as I was whipping in, I had to stop because her door was wide open. And if I had, it was her car, a park place, and another car. If I had a whipped up in there like I was going to, I would have took her whole driver's door off. So I had to stop, well, slow down, like a skid stop, and readjust my wheels so I can go around door but not hit the other car that was parked at the same time. Again, another young lady come pulling up in the back of me, but she was coming up in that parking lot. She was blowing her horn and saying some stuff, and I was like, Mm, here we go again. They say the devil don't change his way. He keeps coming the same way. I said, God, Lord, help me, Lord, get me. Lord, uh, I said, God, we got this, we got this. So, again, she's just still right in front of me. She's coming to my right. As she walked up, I said to her, I'm so sorry to inconvenience you, but I'm trying to get in the store. I'm trying to get, I said, I understand that, ma'am. I said, but I could not pull in the parking lot like I wanted to because the car that was sitting there, she said, but you could have, I said, but the car that was sitting there, door was wide open, and I needed to go around her door to keep from hitting her car in the car that was parked next to me. Well, okay, okay, okay. And I just said, I just wanted to explain to you why I had inconvenienced you. I said, I'm sorry for inconveniencing you. So I took a deep breath, and I said, God, I know that's you, because the old me would have showed up, showed out, act a fool, no telling who would have saw me, no telling who did see me or hear me, but I would have had embarrassed the body of Christ. I would have embarrassed you as my God, because I don't know that lady. That lady don't know me, but to my knowledge, I don't know her. Anyway. I went on in the store, and as I was still talking to the lady, I said, ma'am, I was just trying to apologize for being an inconvenience. She just uh, kind of shook me off and went on about her business, and I just was like, God, help me, Lord, Jesus, help me. So as I was shopping and getting what I told you I wanted to get, the turkey wings and stuff like that, she walked up to me and said, excuse me, I want to say something. I want I want to apologize for being the way I was, acting the way I was. She said, because 
that was not your fault. She said, that was my fault. I wanted to get off work at 1 o'clock, but I couldn't because something happened at work, and I ended up staying, and um, then I got off late. I said, ain't that how I be? Every time it seemed like one thing go wrong, look like everything else just follows suit in it. I said, well, it's okay. She said, no, no, because my husband always tell me, you're so busy, you're so pushy, you, you need to slow down, you need to calm down, stop being so forceful, stop being this. And I just looked at her and I listened to her. And I said, you know what? I said, see, that's our problem. We don't know how to stop and say I'm sorry. I didn't mean to inconvenience you. I didn't mean to do this. We don't know how to try to explain something to other people and let them know I didn't mean to be in your way or however. I said some other things to her. And she said, I just wanted to tell you I'm so sorry. And I really appreciate you speaking to me and talking to me. She said, because it gave me something to think about. It made me stop and say, my husband is right. I need to stop I need to stop acting like this. She said, because when you said to me what you said, she said it really, in other words, she was saying it really had pierced her heart. And the lady whose door was open was standing there like, yeah, my door was open. She was like, but that girl could drive. She was able to get her on that door. That girl could drive. And we just all just basically started laughing. Because, see, all it took, was for me to allow God to have his way. You know, we always say, God, have your way. God, lead me and guide me. God, tell me what to say. But then when that chance comes, we forget all of that stuff we said. Hmm. We forget about how we just said, God, I don't want to be deceived by the devil. Give me a spirit of discernment. God, use me. Have your way in my life. Tell me what to say. Send me. I'll do this and I'll do that. And we don't. We don't. We just say it because it sounds like a poem we heard and it sounded good to us and we want to repeat it. But when the chance came for me to say, Lord, I want to be saved. I want people to see the change in me, whether they know me or not. I want them to recognize God in me. You know, you don't have to know somebody to recognize God in them. You can recognize God in them by the way they act, by the way they talk, by the way they carry themselves, by the things they don't do, by the things they do do. Because if I could have acted a certain way, but because of that reason, I could have been acting in a place where this person could have got upset and said something back to me because I said something that showed them I was upset. And we could have both been walking in a place of something that didn't need to happen, something that didn't even need to be said. But because God said, with love and kindness have I drawn me. With love and kindness have I drawn me. Because of something I said that God put in me to say to this lady, she said, my husband always tell me that. So that gave her a chance to understand the leadership in her home is not trying to mislead her. 
that gave her a chance to recognize that you don't have to act like that just because your day is going bad or something didn't go right in your day, something went wrong in your day. You don't take it out on other people. You know how we say, uh, my, my favorite saying I used to say, ooh, they made me so mad. If somebody says something to me today, they're going to catch somebody else's situation. I used to say that. I really did. But I'm asking God to change my vocabulary, not just change my desires, change my appetite. But see, you got to be willing to let God change the appetite of the way you react to things because, see, your reaction calls an action because you reacted from an action that can get caught up in something that both of you all have to sit back later and say, I'm in this situation because I didn't even have to act like that. Hmm. How many people we know that are no longer alive or that's lame or maimed or whatever, but because they didn't stop and think? Hmm. How many people we know that say, I wish I hadn't did that. I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> I wish I had a received it. I wish I had a accepted that. How many people, how many times have we said that? See, this week, twice, it could have went another way. It could have went another way. But because I was saying, Lord, I know sin lies at the door. I've asked God to put a hedge around me and my family, change my desires. I've got to give me a heart of flesh. I ask God to let me be good ground. I ask God to let my life be a witness for others to see. Because, see, when you're out and about, you know, I, I ministered last year and I mentioned it here and there. God said he will bless your going out and your coming in. See, when I decided to say, Lord, I want to be used by you. I have to first allow God to use himself in me. I have to first be a witness to myself. I can't tell you all all the time that God's word is true and it works, and I don't allow it to be true and work in me because, like I say, this could have went another way. He said to love his Love your brethren as Christ loved the church. For both those young ladies to go off on me like that in the same week, matter of fact, two days apart, two days apart, at the same store, two days apart, for the same reason, two days apart, with 
it was uh, about two parking places, two cars apart. See, there was a chance that I could have been put in a bad situation if I had allowed the enemy to have his way. That could have been a situation where I may have been saying, I don't have to act like that. Or I don't have to say that. Or like to what if? What if? But see, this time I had a chance to see God, get the glory, God, get the praise. I had to see how after I allowed God to use my heart and let his words come out of my mouth, to show love, I got a chance to see God touching somebody else's heart. When I tell you that second young lady act worse than that first young lady, and, you know, we was one-on-one. But my words was just as bad to the second one just as it was to the first one because it kept saying, see, I indicated, I stopped in front of her. But she was whipping up in the parking lot instead of coming in the parking lot as though she was coming in the parking lot with a car already in front of her. She was in a, in a hurry. Be like, me and her talk. Like I told her, I said, I understand because of the way you was driving. You was trying to get in and out. She said, I sure was. I said, yeah, we don't come to the store to hang out. We come in and get what we want to get and get out of it. She said, that's it. She said, but everything... The problem is, like she said, the problem is is that it was with her because of the way her day went. Because she went to work, she couldn't get off on time, something happened at work, she had to stay over, and she left work upset and mad and mean that when I was just an obstacle in her way. But who's do know God may have put me in her way so that she could change her attitude because she could have had road rage with somebody later that would have had road rage, and they both would have been in a bad situation because how many of y'all know road rage? Ooh, baby. I used to have road rage. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Well, I used to be where what came up came out. But I thank God for allowing me to stand on his word today where I show love, I show kindness. I Like I said, I said to the young lady, because God put it on my heart to say, because we don't take time out to apologize to someone. We don't take time out to say, I didn't mean to inconvenience you. Instead of me going up talking about, why are you blowing your horn at me? You saw me that. It could have went any kind of way. But see, I had a smile on my face, and I was very pleasant when I said, excuse me, ma'am. I did not mean to inconvenience you. You know, I remember one time uh, Apostle Sandra Thomas, our late Apostle Sandra Thomas, she preached a sermon that said, put the blame on me. I took the blame. Just like Jesus Christ took the blame of the sins of the world, I put the blame on me 
because I wanted to show the love of God through me to her that would cause her to change so that she could get home safely. We never know why things work out the way they do. Good, bad, misunderstanding. But we do know this, that God has a reason for everything that he allows to happen. My apostle always says, I accept what God allows. If God allows it, I accept it. Even if I don't agree with it. Even if it breaks my heart. I have to say, God, I have to accept what you allowed. And I'm so grateful that on today, God allowed me to be used by him. I'm so grateful on today that I did not allow the enemy to trick me. You all know in a blink of an eye, you can lose your life in a blink of a lie. Say life in a blink of an eye. Devastation can happen because we're so busy trying to make sure I'm going to get my point across. You're going to learn today. Mm. How many of us say that? I'm going to give you a second. Look down where I gave you the second and first John, the fifth chapter, the tenth verse, the first part. Say, he that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. Hmm. See, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I don't just want to be a witness to myself when I'm talking to myself in the mirror or when I'm talking to myself. I want others to see. I want them to look at me and be like, something has changed. Something's different. Those that don't know me and say, something different about her. I want to be that type of person. I want to be recognized by God. I want to be a person that says, okay, when I looked at her, I saw the light. Not the light of me, but the light of God that's in me. I want somebody to be saying, you know what? You, uh, knew you were different. I'm just so happy to be in a place where I can say, there was God. God, I thank you for the change. God, I thank you for teaching me how to be on point all the time, how to take control. Let me decrease that you may increase. Let me get out your way that you will have your way. Let me get over here 
so that when you do what you do, it'll be done. I don't know either one of those ladies what happened to them the remainder of the day. But I pray that because God told me to say, I'm sorry, that I inconvenience you, it touched their heart that they they went back and said, why would she apologize to me like that? Why? She could have just stood up and she could have just said that. Even though I said crazy, no crazy. Because, see, one thing I was saying, you, we know crazy, no crazy. But I was letting her know, even in this crazy situation, I'm going to apologize to you because it could have went another way. But I'm crazy enough to let God use me. In the book of John, as I was reading, he said, how can you say you love him that you haven't seen, but you don't love your brother who you have seen? Now, that may be not my blood or physical relative, but in the body of Christ, we are all sisters and brothers. I could not be a witness to a stranger without allowing God to witness through me. You, 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 understand, you get what I'm saying? I'm so glad to see that my request to God, he changed my appetite. I don't want to fight. He changed my appetite. I don't want to argue. He changed my appetite. I ain't got to prove nothing to you. Because, see, when you're walking in the, the way of, I'm going to let you, you're going to learn today, you don't care if you're with somebody or you're not. You're going to act a certain way. But I thank God for being the head of my life. I thank God for being my Lord and Savior. I thank God for keeping me. I thank God for even touching their heart that they didn't react any further that would cause a reaction. You know, I'm still working on turning the other cheek, you know, so I thank God that they didn't react because I'm still working on turning the other cheek. I'm learning how to speak those things as though they were, you know, like if I apologize to you, apologize to me, you'll accept it. I thank God for that, you know. I'm still asking God to teach me how to keep allowing him to lead me. So you all keep praying that God touch his people to keep us in a place of let's show the world Love, because again, the word of God said, "Well, love and kindness have I on you." When you let God operate through you with love and kindness, that it brings something on somebody's heart and mind, even if it don't do it today. Maybe down the road, they'll think back on this day. 
check the situation. Like I said, two days apart at the same store, two parts apart around the same time. I mean, it's just, hey. And, it, and one thing it had in common was me. Same street, same store, same parking lot, same time, same park, parking area, not three or four cars down in the parking lot, not on the other side of the parking lot, but the same side of the parking lot. So I thank you all for tuning in tonight, listening to me, um, let you all see. I just wanted to tell you about God showing me growth. You know, it's when you know that God is God for real, when you see God changes something in you that um, look like I have been holding on to for a while, I thank God for the change. So I'm going to ask right now to anyone on um, Law Talk Radio, uh, World Wide Web, would like to have something to say at this time. The lines are open. Amen, amen. I want to thank God for... Um, the confirmation on the prayer that he has given me at the beginning of this week. And um, I had asked if I need for the pride in my life to be replaced with your purpose in my life. And he unctioned me to pray for my family. He said, I need you to pray the prayer that you just prayed for yourself, for your family. So I prayed and I asked God, I said, God, when they crave to be argumentative, show them that it's pride. When they crave to be combative, show them that it's pride. Let them understand the difference between the appetite for God and an addiction, which is the craving to fulfill pride. And I said, God, I thank you for teaching me that it's okay to pray for me, but to pray for those that I love. I said, God, the man that murdered our sister was craving to get where he was going to get at the expense of somebody else's life. And the pride in him made him think that it was okay. I said, so God, whenever we see the things of pride, which deals with our flesh, replace it with your word that says, not only do I accept what God allows, I have an appetite to fulfill God's purpose. And that purpose is for us to be Christ-like, which there's a song that says, I want to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, humble and holy, meek and lowly. Lord, I long to be like him. It doesn't say prideful. It doesn't say lustful. It doesn't say angry. It doesn't say I'm just saying It doesn't say I always got to be right. It doesn't say I always got to be argumentative, but it says I want to be meek and lowly, humble and holy. 
So, God, when me and my family, blood family, DNA family, spiritual family, when we see pride popping up in our life, let the word God's purpose, purpose, God's purpose, not our flesh's purpose, not pride's purpose, but God's purpose. Let your words pop up. And I thank God for the confirmation on tonight that he not only answered, he answered he's answering many of our lives and in many of our lives in many ways that even uh, my sister, she'll tell you, I usually if, if I hear her and um, my brother in love uh, doing something, I'll go, okay, I'm going to let y'all go. <laughs> and it's because God lets me know purpose, purpose, purpose. And I'm just so grateful for the confirmation on tonight, woman of God. Amen. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk would like to have anything to say at this time? Well, God, we just thank you for confirmation because one thing I do know, your words say, try the spirit by the spirit. And, God, I'm just thanking you for your spirit because I don't want to walk outside of the spirit of God. I don't want to operate outside the spirit of God because, like the woman of God just said, I ask God to change my appetite. See, a lot of times we think, when we ask God to change our appetite, we're talking about a, a, a certain thing as far as relationships and stuff. Yes, but the main relationship that I was talking about was my relationship with God. When I speak, Lord, let your words come out of my mouth. When we say, Lord, hide your word in me that I may not sin against you, that in the time of need it shall come up. He said, with love and kindness. Have I drawn me? Try the spirit by the spirit. God, I'm trying your spirit. Let your spirit operate in and out of me. So it's so much that we need to remember when we're claiming Christianity, when we're claiming salvation, when we're saying we're saved. A lot of people don't understand we're being saved from ourselves because we're heading to the we're heading to Christ to be more Christ-like. I want to be so Christ-like. Like I said, when you see me, I want you to see a difference. If I open my mouth or not, I want you to see a difference. I don't want to look at situations as things the same. I want to look at things in the way that God looked at it. You know, the uh, Bible always tells us we are in this world, but we're not a part of this world. We should not desire to be a part of this world. We should desire to be more Christ-like. So my rewards are in heaven. I thank you all for tuning in tonight. I thank you all for listening in on Blog Talk. We are here every Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with um, Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, to hear what the Lord has for us on Friday nights. Please tune in this Sunday morning at 
a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be covering for the woman of God for Sunday morning service with Blog Talk Radio. Let's talk. If you come back Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will be able to hear Dr. Serena Wright. She will be ministering to us from Facebook Live as well as Smile3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. If you come back at Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will talk more about God's wisdom, what he has put to show wisdom, not to give wisdom, but show wisdom. Sometimes God would have us to be quiet, you know, but we're just going we're gonna to talk about what God will be putting in our hearts for Wednesday on Wednesday. I want you all to know that um, Pastor Linda Handy has a prayer line. If you would like to call it at 605-313-4818-605-313-4818. Her access code is 647-147. 647-147. Sister Carmen has a prayer line, 605-313-4284. 605-313-4284. Her access code is 4 I'm sorry, her access code is 2, I don't want to get this out right, forgive me. Her access code is 528267, 528267. Reverend Festus Johnson, Jr. has a prayer text line. His number is 331-244-0079, 331-244-0079. So, Call those prayer lines, text that prayer line, and you can hear from the men and women of God with prayer. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want you all to know that we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I pray that everybody gets sweet rest on tonight. I pray that whatever you have, to do tomorrow, you do it with the love and kindness of the Lord. You let God lead and guide you. He will bless your going out and your coming in. I pray that you all keep praying for your family. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep praying that God do a change in them. I want you to keep your family on the altar as you stay on the altar and just wait on God. Don't rush him. Take God out of the box you put him in. And allow God to have his way in your life and your family life. We ask God to cover each and every one of us as we travel on tonight, come in, and as we're traveling on tomorrow and coming home. Keep us, Lord. Keep our harm, evil, danger, and death from us, God. Let us be in your will, God. Let us let, us let you have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, everyone. <laughs>